When the song come on, let me see you get gone. Get gone. Baby mamas, this your song. Been pregnant for way too long. Too long. Now tell the DJ, turn it off. Turn it off. If she a baby mama, she gon' do that baby mama. Work. She gon' put it on you. Yeah. Uh -huh. Hello, welcome everyone. My name is Juju Angeles. And my name is Zion Angeles. And you're listening to Baby Mama Hood Podcast. This is our first podcast. So welcome everyone. Welcome. <laughs> so today we are going to talk about baby mama hood and how we started. So yeah, um, baby mama hood started as a project where I wanted to bring divine feminine to the hood and really reimagine the ways that we think about single motherhood. A lot of the times in the media and in our communities, we always think of baby mamas as a negative word and nothing to really aspire to. And I really didn't feel that way. Um, and I wanted to really bring, you know, just divine feminine to that and um, basically like empower, peop empower people to feel solid in their singularity as parents and not really trip about relationships that didn't work and so when Zion was about I think you were like four or five years old that I started baby mama hood so if it wasn't for you Zion there would be no such thing as baby mama hood <laughs> what does baby mama hood mean to you now that you're like 12 well I don't know like it feels like a revolution towards um black mothers or moms of color um, to step up and to, to as a choice to become a baby mama and not as a not as a negative word um, well like it's just a revolution like something to step up to something that we can fight for mm -hmm. and help with like people can use um, if people want to have babies so they can have like a healthy relationship with their children like never have that masculinity like thought yeah mm -hmm. and really to really also embrace that um divine femininity also includes divine masculinity and like realizing that we live in a culture where men or masculine presenting people are not really taught how to be divine and not really balanced a lot of our culture is very toxic and so uh, baby mama hood is like this idea that, all right, y'all want to be toxic. Y'all don't want to heal. Y'all don't want to be held accountable. You still want to be violent towards women you st or, you know, non-binary people. You still want to perpetuate violence in our communities. But guess what? I'm still going to take your sperm and I'm still going to raise babies. So <laughs> Zion just gave me this very strange look. So that's basically how Baby Mama had started. And so the first blog that I did was basically about um, how can two words, baby and mama, be, you know, like a curse word. Or I like when you say like a silly word. Um, and yeah, and I think that like as I step into more fully into myself and as I continue to raise you because you're like a preteen, which is crazy to me um crazy in a good way but i kept i still kept you alive 
pat myself on the back. <laughs> um, yeah, as we start to reimagine and revolutionize the way that we parent ourselves and parent our children, um, we step more fully into ourselves. So, yeah, so I just kind of have, like, some questions for you, Zion. I don't know if you have any questions for me, but I kind of want to know a little bit how you feel about being a child of a single parent like how has that affected you you know what are the positives if there are any positive and what have been the negatives around that so when i was like younger like the a thought of not having a father was like something that felt like bad to me like because i've seen like other children like have a father but as i grew up i just realized like how like, how unique my mom is and how, like, she steps up for me and how I, it feels better without my dad because, I don't know, like, it just feels, I feel like with my dad, it would just be a lot of negativity. And I'm just glad that my mom chose to raise me like this because I learned different things that others didn't learn and, like, how my mom parents me, like, how she works hard every day. Like, now I just don't. Like, I'm cool without a dad. Like, I'm cool. like my mom is my mom and dad. Like, she does everything for me, and I don't I don't expect nobody else to do the same. And I also want to, like, shout out um, community because I wouldn't be able to be Zion's mother and father <laughs> if it wasn't for, like, the people in our lives that, like, lift us up. And, yeah, and, you know, we lived in community. We lived with my parents and my step, my step-parent, my stepdad, and my brother, and, like, even the house that I live in now, the people that I live with now, the queer community in Oakland, the queer PLC community, and people who have just, like, really stepped up on the Internet, people that don't even know us. Um, they really stepped up for me. So that was such a really sweet thing to say. And I know I put you on the spot when I asked you that. So, yeah. And I think that, like, in an ideal world, I wouldn't really want it any other way, you know? And I think that, like, in moving forward, that's just something that this is something that, like, even my own family and community has, like, issues around. Well, not all of my community, more like my, my non queer community. Like, People, I want to have more kids, and people really don't understand this idea around having more children but still being a single parent, you know? Like, they really feel like I need to subscribe to to the, a relationship, and I don't really, I don't know, I don't really feel like I have a lot of space in my life to date and meet new people, but I do feel really spacious around having another child, so... How do you feel about having more kids and it just being us, Zion? Well, I don't feel like any negative ways about it. Um, I like, like, I would, like, if you have a kid, I would definitely, like, help you out and stuff. Like, I don't really imagine myself, I mean, like, imagine, like, having a family with you. Like, like, expecting someone, like, another person or, like, another adult. Because... I can handle a lot, and also, like, um, like, I will help you out, and, like, having another kid, or, like, many other kids, just feels good, because, I don't know, like, I have other people around, like, I can learn how to take care for my own, um, and also, I just don't have to, like, 
worry about like someone else handling the stuff I have to do, like, like just like letting a man like do everything that, like making them do stuff, like I don't know how to explain it, like putting, making them have these responsibilities and then you have to have these responsibilities and then when you're on your own then you don't you don't know how to like do the other responsibilities of what a man does. So are you saying I'm kinda so are you saying that um basically relying on someone else to do something makes you less capable to do things for yourself because you're used to someone else doing it. So in this case, if there is a masculine person or another person around that um that it would kinda leave you a little bit less resourced because you're just gonna lean on this other person to do everything. Yeah, that's basically it. I mean, that's that's true. That's a way to look at it too. And also, just like even having a man like in your house or like another adult is also just a lot of work itself. Cause like, like emotionally, like physical trauma, and also like how like your relationship towards each other and how it works out, and also having another child and like. Even though people think, like, having another adult, like, helps, like, with all the, like, drama and stuff, or, like, things to do, just, it just brings more work into the family, and just, I don't know, just easier, and also, it's like, we already got it down, and, like, (laughs) we don't need, like, adding someone else into it, it's just, like, a whole other trail, and a whole other, like, we had to, like, Show them, like, we already have everything down. Like, we have to, like, explain to them and, like, give them a whole lesson, like, a little lecture about what we do. And we already got it down pretty much. Like, we can handle, like, another child because I can help you out. Like, <laughs> I'm good at I know. Stuff. We're, like, so ready to have, like, another child in our family that I'm just like, uh, but I'm going to be responsible and I'm going to wait till like, finish school because we're going we're moving to texas soon and we're gonna study midwifery and we're gonna do that and then once i have that down packed in a sense and i have more of a grasp around that then the plan is to have another child maybe in like two years which feels like a long time because i feel like you're gonna be like 14 or 15 years old and i think i don't know i feel like you're gonna change you're gonna be a teenager no i'm not gonna change you're gonna be like i'm not gonna watch nobody's babies i'm going out with my home girls well, we're gonna be once chilling. i'm 15 i'm gonna become a babysitter so. okay yeah so so yeah i mean yeah that's definitely one of the plus sides around baby mama hood but let's t- let's get real a little bit a little bit let's get a little bit real for the people what are some of the downsides the down like the things that don't feel good about maybe it just being me well i don't know <laughs> maybe like like when you have like another person like they pay half of the rent mm-hmm. so like kind of like the money situation mm-hmm. but it's still not a really big deal but you know, and, um, like, maybe not working, like, if you have to, like, if you have another adult, 
like a man like you don't have to work and so like they can work for you is that a downside no like the downside is you have to work yourself like you uh, have to work that's i mean i could see that and i you know it's not like a big thing but it's something I think for a lot of people, it is a big thing because there's people who are in relationships that they don't want to be in because they can't afford to live on their own. I mean, we don't live on our own. We live with three other people. Yeah. So the way that we've been able to circumvent that is that we just live in community. And actually, where I live now, there's like a there's about I think there's like five people who are actually subsidizing our rent. So, in that sense, we kind of, like, reimagined a way where we can make it work, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. But also, like, the community can help you out, too, with, like, fundraising mm-hmm. and, like, other stuff, too. So, it's not really a big deal about the whole working or, like, the money situation. Not mm-hmm. that much. And then I think another downside is, too, is that you're homeschooled. And what ends up happening is that you're the one basically teaching yourself how to do stuff. And I'm just the one, like, overseeing that you do it. But it's more like you are picking up the load and teaching yourself how to do it, which is both positive but also negative, too. Like, it's it's good that you're learning skills around um, being self-taught, but then also, like, the social aspect of learning is not really there because I'm busy doing other things. Yeah, that's kind of also, like... Talk into the mic, please. Yeah, that's also, like, another mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I do have to, like, juggle a lot, a little bit more. But like I said, we still got it down. Like, we're mm-hmm. still learning, and we're, like, we're still, like, holding it down. What would you say to someone who makes fun of you and say and says things like you don't have another parent in your life? You know, like what you know, like what? Because I feel like people don't do this to me because we're not famous yet. But I feel like people shame um, single mothers like they're like like it's almost seen like we're being irresponsible by having children without another partner, um, most likely another man around because we just live in a heteronormative society where if you don't have a man around, something's wrong with you and where women aspire to be with in relationships. And I, I don't, I, I just don't have that desire in me. Like I don't, I don't know. I really, I really find it cumbersome to have another person around and to like, like you say, like teach them about, yourself and you teach them about bobbity blue blind da 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 you know and just to like be real how like hard it is to find someone who's emotionally intelligent and socially intelligent you know and who can stand on their own two feet like what would you say to families or people who just don't find this type of lifestyle like they they think that it's silly or they think that it's like something's wrong with us well, I don't get it how people think that y'all irresponsible because that just makes you even stronger to handle, like, two parts, like, two parts in a relationship. That's a lot to handle. Like, you have to do physical, like, physical work and, like, also emotionally, emotional work. So that's, that just makes you even stronger. So whoever, like, thinks that just, just lacks, like, 
back. Like, that's just, oof, oof. Like, that makes it even stronger just to handle two parts. And if, like, you're hitting on that, like, you're hitting on that option, then that just makes you weaker. Then, like, you can't handle, like, two parts in a relationship because that's a lot to handle. Like, you have to work on your own self and also you have to work on another person's self. And, like, you have to also work on your trauma or, like, your background and also work on your kid. You also have to, like, think about their emotional stuff. And that's just a, that's just a lot to handle because, like, that's, like, you just have to handle, like, two parts in a relationship. And that just makes you even stronger in the person. Um, and I don't, like, I don't really listen to those things. I've never, like, seen a person talk to me about that. I don't I don't find that, like, any kind of way of being irresponsible. And, like, because you're also, like, handling, like, how is that irresponsible? Because you're, like, handling, like, all your things that you need to do. Like, this, like, I'm getting clothes. I eat every day. Like, I have a place to stay. Like, I'm good. And, like, whoever is, like, talking like, saying, spreading shade on us, like, they don't, oof, like, they don't know, they don't know what they're talking about, because mm-hmm. they're just, they're just mad because they're weaker than us, and that we got their stuff, we got our stuff together, mm-hmm. like, we still have, like, some parts that are slack, but we still got our stuff together, we still, we still, like, building strong, and, like, I don't really listen to those things, because, all I know is that my mom and me got it together, first of all. Second of all, we strong. We stay strong. And third of all, it's really none of your business because... Uh-oh. All right, girl. Go off. What's up? It's really none of your business because you don't even know. Like, you pretty much is dealing with... Oof. You dealing with a guy, which is a lot, and a child. Or I don't know how many children you got, but mm-hmm. at least a child. And, like, m- it might seem like, oh, I had this other partner, but they also have physical trauma, maybe. Or they have to work on other things physically, or, like, they have to do labor and stuff. And also they have emotional stuff, like, where we get angry, sad, you know, all the feelings. So that's just extra work. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we got it down. Like, they don't need to be worrying about us. So... Don't hate on people, first of all. Second of all, we strong. Mm-hmm. Third of all, we got our, we handle your business because I bet you got stuff at home that you need to handle. Like, we got our stuff handled. Y'all yeah. keep, y'all users trying to take our stuff. Like, y'all just, like, talking smack about stuff that we do when we got our stuff together. And I bet you, like, haven't, like, they have, like, a bunch of, like, why are you, like, going in people's pages and, like, Instagrams hate on the people who, like, they have their stuff down. It's not like we're being, ins- like, being ins- irresponsible. Mm-hmm. Like, we we have everything down. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think people, so people say, you know, I'm trying to, I'm saying it in a nicer way, but, like, there is this idea out there that a family is, a man and a woman, and then a child, right? So this is the narrative that we tell people. First, you graduate from college, then you date someone, 
you get married and you have children right and then if you don't do any of those things in that order then you'd be irresponsible because you're not you're not being able to provide for this child or this whatever right because you don't have your shit together and just to be like super clear and frank like we're on county like we're on government assistance we get medical we get food stamps i get cash aid you know what i'm saying like you know so there is like a level of support that you know there's a there's a layer of support that i'm getting you know to live in this crazy ass world and then also like i said earlier like where our rent is subsidized by people in our community you know and so um so yeah and so yeah so that's why i asked what i asked because yeah we got our shit together yada 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 but the reason why our stuff is together it has nothing to do with you know a lot of it feels like we're just lucky but in reality we are blessed and i do a lot of work on my emotional stuff but also my spiritual stuff you know i practice you know ancestor veneration and you know believe in the orisha i believe in god i believe in jesus i believe in all of it you know what i'm saying because it's like really been effective in my life spirituality and that's what like kind of opened up you know a lot of things for us and i believe in the law of attraction and you know and, and all that stuff and so yeah so we're making it work right and so we're still trying to make it work we still don't have all our well i still don't have all my things together all the things that i want to do like i want to have my own house one day i don't want to constantly be afraid of not knowing where i'm gonna live or whatever whatever so that's what i mean so like yeah we are housed we do eat every day we do have nice things you know fancy things you know we're recording a podcast but we're doing all of that really by the grace of god because i really don't know how this all manifested it was all just a dream straight up it was a dream i mean i wrote this down and i wrote it down and i said i need community because I don't want to fool the world and think that like we can just do this by ourselves because that's not true either. I don't think that anyone could do anything by themselves. And if I can share anything t- to anyone who's a single parent is that you really need family around you, whether that's chosen family or your real family, you really need people around you who's really going to, you know, uplift and hold down the work that you do. You cannot do this alone. And a lot of people just, kind of just let shame and guilt because it because of that story they didn't follow that story right or maybe they follow the story and then they were in an abusive relationship and they had to leave that man or whatever or that woman or or that non-binary person or maybe they were in maybe their partner died you know maybe their partner left or went to jail or whatever like people don't just leave because they're shitty people also leave because you know life happens and things happen and whatever people get remarried or they leave relationships or they or a lot of folks in our community get you know um they go to jail right they they go into prison and then they don't have access to that person that's going to help them financially or physically or emotionally or spiritually with that child or with their children so so that's why i asked you that question because i feel like how you feel i don't feel like how they feel about like oh you know, our st- we have a downtrodden story and we ain't shit, da-da-da, you know. 
So, yeah. And I kind of want to answer that question for myself, too, because I feel like the downside for me is it sometimes it is very financial. Like, you know, you're getting older, and, and I remember being around your age in middle school and wanting everything name brand and, like, pressing my mom like i want these jordans or whatever and how you be pressing me all the time about buying every day you ask me to buy you something i don't even know if you realize that um and i'm just like go ask somebody else but there's no one really i mean there you can't ask other people we have other family members but it does fall on me and then i remember like so the reason why i want to be in a relationship is so that i can get financial support that doesn't feel right to me either you know, so, so yeah. Do you have any insight or any ideas, or do you have a question that you want to ask me? Um, let me think of one. So, before you thought about baby mamahood, what were your thoughts about motherhood? I always love children. My background is in teaching and education. And to be honest, I really never really, I don't think I ever fully imagined myself being married, but I did imagine myself being a mother. And I grew up, you know, grand, I grew up with, obviously, my mom, your grandmother. And she was also a single mom, although she was in a relationships. She was in different relationships growing up, and they were all shitty. I mean, for the most part, maybe 10% of the relationships you were in were actually, like, okay. But uh, my mom suffered a lot with men, like, a lot. And when I hear the stories of my grandmother, she also suffered a lot through men. And what I realized is that a lot of women they don't say nothing. They just sit there and they take the abuse, whether it's physical, emotional, financial, and they just stay there. And I think, and I wonder like, why do they do that? They're not being loved. They don't feel loved. Why do they stay in these relationships? And I just think it's all about a story. It's just about saying or fulfilling this image. It, it has nothing, it's, it's not really deeper than that. It's just like, it's just like, I'm doing this thing because society says that I'm valuable if I'm with a man. So my ideas around motherhood was really based around um, teaching and really caring for people. I always love children. Um, yeah, so I think, I don't know if that answers your question, but yeah, my I always love kids. I still love children. I know sometimes people might think that I I'm a I'm a I'm a lover of children, but I'm also someone who has I have tough love. You know what I mean? Like I'm a I'm a very like I love you, but you're not gonna cross boundaries with me. And I think that nowadays a lot of parents are, and this is like a whole other topic that I want to get into in another show. But there's this idea around gentle parenting and conscious parenting, and I'm like a lot of that feels like unconscious parenting. It feels like. I'm going to let my kids do what I, what they want to do because I'm not going to correct them. You know, I'm not going to talk sternly to them, you know, or I'm, you know, and I'm just like, I'm not that type of mama. My ideas of motherhood is very much based in black motherhood and it's very much based in resistance and revolution and also just tradition. Can you stop doing that? 
it's like it's also based in traditional cultures and and realizing that children are children are children children come into this world to teach us some things and to teach us things but we also come into this world to teach our children things too like it's not just like oh my daughter or my son or whoever is my soul teacher and i'm not gonna give them any boundaries or talk sternly to them because they are this thing and i'm just like i'm not that type of mama i'm definitely a black hood ass mama for real for real you know and and that's not to say that i don't let you have your own ideas obviously you're very articulate you have very good ideas but i'm not gonna let people i'm not gonna let a child disrespect me no way and i'm not gonna let no child disrespect their their adults in their life in front of me either i'm gonna say something do you have any questions for me how did you get so cute um genetics <laughs> yeah man so i think i feel complete i feel like i don't know if there's anything else that we need to talk about this time i just wanted to get on the mic a little bit and talk about why we started baby mamahood and that was basically it we started baby mamahood because of that um can i say something yeah to to for people to like think to themselves who are like listening about this like revolution like it's not really a quote ready made, but like I kind of just thought of it when you were talking. So I want everybody to think about. So before you, you want someone stop like. So if don't make yourself feel valuable to another person, make sure if you want to feel valuable, make be value yourself. Mm-hmm. Make yourself valuable to yourself before you make anybody else mm-hmm. of value. So what that means is stop thinking like from stories and stuff or like an image like of being a parent with like a whole family, like a dad and a mom and a child. Like don't feel like that's your value if it's not really your value. Mm-hmm. Make yourself a value first mm-hmm. before, like anything else, is of value to you. Because you are valuable, you matter. And whatever, my mom is happy the way she is. If she's not happy like this, then she wouldn't be starting this whole revolution and stuff. But make sure you know that you're valuable, and value yourself and your decisions. And make sure that you also, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> make sure that you also take care of yourself and that you be real with yourself. Because I love everything that you said because we are, we, we are, we are only as, in our community, we're only as valuable as we value ourselves. If, we're, if we do this work from a, from a place of depletion, if we do this work from a place of shame, if we do this work from a place of pity, if we do this work from a place of lack, and I don't mean like lack, like in materials, but I mean like lack within yourself, then you're you're only perpetuating trauma. You're only perpetuating drama, and you're doing this work from a place that's really not um, that is not really helpful to yourself or other people. And so, yeah, I love everything that you say. Like value yourself, 
be you know be good with who you are singularly and you're gonna attract the things that you want you know who's to say i don't know if i would ever be in a relationship it's not something that i really 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 care about right now that might change later you know it or it might not and so yeah so i'm so excited that we got this done it took us a minute to figure out the technical stuff for like 3500 hours <laughs> it took us a little while but we finally did it and um and yeah and i think the next the next um episode i kind of want to talk about um the the way that we talk to our children around absentee parents um because that's something that i i wrote about um before and i actually did a vlog about and it really helped other people so language really matters to our children so to all the baby mamas in the world because we are global this is a global phenomenon please find value in what you do and monetize that and 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 monetize it in the way that we we have to have to have to be very conscious around the village that we create around our children because a lot of us don't live in villages anymore and so we really have to create it so in the words of zion find value in yourself so that you can come from a place of in your parenthood or in your motherhood where your children also find value in you too and in yourself so thank you so much zion for being on the show we just completed our first episode. Um, please watch our second one when it comes out. Or listen to it, not watch it. I'm sorry. <laughs> and follow us on Baby Mama Hood on Instagram. Thank you for listening. Please um, support, donate. Um, it will be in the description below. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. Let us know what else or other topics you want us to talk about. We're hoping... Um, to also make this uh this show current and valuable so talking about um current events like gentrification or like how poor magazine mama tiny says gentrification um we want to talk about homeschooling we want to talk about being black we want to talk about being latinx we want to talk about the things that's going on in the world with ice we want and we really want to talk about this with people because um children should know what's up i believe that children should know what's going on because they have the energy to change things and then maybe we can do fun stuff too so so yeah thank you once again and we're signing out don't do that baby mama drop do the baby mama when i step out on the floor b a to the b y M O double M A say B A to the B Y do that baby mama on the flow with it drop it low with it I'ma get it get it get it like a pro get it on the flow with it drop it low with it I'ma get it get it like a pro get it work